7, 1 through 8, 14 through 15, and 21 through 23. The Pharisee and some legal experts from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus. They saw some of his disciples eating food with unclean hands. They were eating without first ritually purifying their hands through washing. The Pharisees and all the Jews don't eat without first washing their hands carefully. This is the way of observing the rules handed down by the elders. Upon returning down from the marketplace, they don't eat without first immersing themselves. They observe many other rules that have been handed down, such as the washing of cups, jugs, pans, and sleeping mats. So the Pharisees and legal experts asked Jesus, Why are your disciples not living according to the rules handed down by the elders, but instead eat food with ritually unclean hands? He replied, Isaiah really knew what he was talking about when he prophesied about you hypocrites. He wrote, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. Their worship of me is empty, since they teach instructions that are human words. You ignore God's commandment while holding on to rules created by humans and handed down to you. Then Jesus called the crowd again and said, Listen to me, all of you, and understand, nothing outside of a person can enter and contaminate a person in God's sight. Rather, the things that come out of a person contaminate that person. It's from the inside, from the human heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexual sins, thefts, murders, adultery, greed, evil actions, deceit, unrestrained immorality, envy, insults, arrogance, and foolishness. All these evil things come from the inside and contaminate a person in God's sight. The word of God to the people of God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Cheryl. Washing of hands is a thing that we still do today. But if we go back and look at the Hebrew Scriptures, in fact, the Ten Commandments that Moses gave, brought down from the mountain, hand washing was not one of them, was it? So we make rules and laws and more laws and more laws and some of the laws that we make, and not just in the secular world, but in the, in the Christian world and in our denomination. Sometimes we make so many laws that we have to go back and undo a law or two because we didn't get it right the first time. Any of you agree with that? But we're so hung up on those laws that we forget what God is telling us. What is God telling us about the ritual of washing our hands? Is it important? Of course it is. And now we have those things that we know as salmonella and all of those other things that happen when things aren't clean, right? What is it about this scripture passage that speaks to you and I today? Anybody want to venture a guess? What's he going to preach it? What's he going to get the hammer and nail out about today? There were some words that jumped out of the lectionary passage. Let 
let me just put my finger on it here for a minute. <coughs> Hear these words. See if they fit today or if the shoes are a little tighter because we've taken too much salt today in our feet and hands and swollen. Isaiah really knew what he was talking about when he prophesied about you hypocrites, he wrote. This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is empty since they teach instructions that are human words. Ouch. Those words that we're supposed to pay attention to, said Moses, Honor your father and mother, or will certainly be put to death. We're supposed to give God gifts. And those gifts aren't necessarily dollars and cents, but things that are in our heart that slip out. Sometimes our filters get clogged and we say words that we don't mean, or things that do mean much to us and they just pop out. I remember sitting as a freshman in Typing One class many years ago in 1969, when the typewriters were those big Olivetti Underwoods or Royals with the big carriage that you had to slap across the <laughs> typewriter. And there wasn't any correction button on them either. And I remember a certain typing teacher who would say to me, and the rest of the class, there were 12 of us in that class, and she could hear better than any person I ever knew in my life. She'd look around, and if you were chewing gum, you were in trouble. And if you weren't sitting back in your chair with both feet flat on the floor, you were in trouble. This particular day, oh, by the way, we had one electric typewriter. And you know, some of you will remember what it's like to move from a manual to an electric, and you barely look at the key, and it's typed on the page. I remember that day sitting in class, and we always had to type these four sentences without any mistakes, because if you made a mistake, you had to start over from the very beginning. I was on the last group of sentences, the next to the last time to type it, and who was on the electric typewriter? Oh, and remember, you always use the release key to pull the paper out? My filter was unclogged that day and words just came out with 11 other typewriters clicking away. I grabbed a hold of the paper and ripped it out and said one of those words that we're not supposed to say. And the teacher said, who said that? I did. <laughs> Don't ever do it again. I wonder sometimes when God is hearing us talk to ourselves or our spouse or our children or our world when we're typing the last 
group of sentences on the manual typewriter and we're in the next to the last time and we say one of those things that we ought not to say and we grab hold of the paper and we yank it out. I don't think God likes that any better than my typing teacher did. And we call ourselves Christians, but there was a word in that scripture passage that Cheryl read and that I read as well. And what was that word? Starts with H. Hypocrite. You know, we have people in our communities, this is no exception to that, who said, I'm not going to go be a part of the church because they're all a bunch of hypocrites, because they say this and they do this. Isn't that what we're saying about Topeka and Washington and world leaders as well? I believe that God is calling us on the carpet to clean up our speech and our action. To indeed throw away that H word and make it a lifestyle all the time. Not just when somebody else is looking or listening. For there's something that we all know that we tend to forget about. There is no place, no one single place that any of us can go that God is not already there. Is that right? If God's already there, why do we do some of the stuff we do? Are we called to be different? Are we called to hold each other accountable? Yeah. Are we called to point our fingers at one another and say bad things? I don't think so. Somehow, we've turned off the hearing aid or think we've secluded ourselves in a room such as this that nobody else is looking or watching. But guess what? They are. I've said to you many times, we sometimes are the Bible that those outside the body of Christ read on a regular basis. If we act the way that we act sometimes, and me included, me as the chief sinner, if you will, why would anyone want to be a part of the body of Christ when they see and hear the things that I do? We come to church and we, and we receive communion and we leave as the same person that we came in. No, you don't. You're changed. Sometimes we just can't see it. We go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and we think, who is that old coot that's in there looking back at me? Don't we? I can't be that old. I can't have just said those words that I said. So we get out the dishwashing liquid, probably the blue variety that they wash animals with, and we use it on ourselves and we think we're all clean for a week. How long does it last? Till the next time we hit our thumb with the hammer when we're pounding the other nail. Or driving down the street and somebody pulls out in front of us. Maybe we're the person that pulls out in front of somebody else. 
accountable to each other. To clean out the filter of the things that we say and the things that we do. Yes, we have to wash our hands. Yes, we are washed in the blood. And we are a new creation created in God's image. We think this one time won't hurt. One time of saying some word. And sometimes the word isn't always the bad word that we say it. Maybe it's that two-letter word. No, that I have trouble saying. But we don't just say no. We say, no! What if God says that to us? Wash your hands and be clean. Be holy as I am holy. Changed in the twinkling of an eye from the blood of Christ our Savior. Crucified, died, buried, and resurrected. Let's pray. Gracious and holy God, cleanse us, we pray. Forgive us, we pray, for those things that we say and those things that we do 